how's it going? Don't mind the Christmas tree, it's always Christmas in the unsigned pop punk office. We want to thank this week's sponsor, We Are Band-Aids. We Are Band-Aids was created by LA artist Asia Fadlon, inspired by the famous quote in her favorite movie, Almost Famous. We are not groupies, we are Band-Aids. We're here because of the music. She combined her love of creating with her love of music. When her son was born and he started growing out of his cute little band shirts and onesies so fast, she realized she could keep the style going by taking those old baby clothes and making them something new in a bigger size. Of course, she wanted to make one of her own, then her husband, then her friends, and so on and so on. And before she knew it, she'd started a business. We Are Band-Aids is a sustainable, music-inspired clothing line for men, women, and kids. They make one-of-a-kind flannel shirts and denim jackets with your favorite band or artist sewn on the back. They can also customize your order, so you can pick your favorite band, size, and style. All items have been upcycled. What's upcycled, you ask? I'm glad you asked. You know, you, you take that the, those old shirts, discarded objects or materials, and you reuse it in such a way as to create a product of higher quality or value than the original. We Are Band-Aid's mission is to create unique clothing using less waste. Less waste equals a happier Earth. So help We Are Band-Aids make you and the Earth happy by picking something up today. Stop by wearebandaids.com. Forgot to add this part, so I'm cutting in at a different angle. Make sure to use promo code THANK YOU at checkout to save 15% off your order. Don't forget that. And give them a follow on their social medias to stay up to date on new drops and sales. Thank you again so much to We Are Band-Aids for sponsoring today's episode. Well, let's, let's get into it. Let's do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go, a podcast about life in the music industry. I'm your host, Patrick Tarnowski. We do not have Matt Reeves. Um, wow, I did it. Fucking Matt, you weren't here. You weren't here to correct me. Matt Reed. Uh, <laughs> he'll know that is an ongoing joke. Matt Reed is not here with us this week. He is out sick. Um but today we are joined by Zach, Matt, and Rob from Chicago pop punk band When the Sun Sets. Friends, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks, Thanks for having, having us. us. Heck yeah. yeah. So you guys, for, I think I saw somewhere, it's not just Chicago. You are, right? Is yeah, it we Chicago are a hybrid. And... We are a hybrid like hybrid. your favorite Prius, like the best car around, okay? Uh, uh, no, I, yeah, it's Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. I am Nashville-based. Nashville-based. Uh -huh. what, how, that's quite the hike what uh yeah. what's the distance there uh i don't know the mileage it's about an eight hour drive seven and a half eight hours well yeah where, i mean we all go by hours and time uh, you know. <laughs> but uh yeah we were actually in two separate bands and we played together way back in the in the the, the old days 
Um, not pre-COVID, yeah. actually. Post-COVID. Okay, yeah. Still during, Post-COVID. Still during COVID. So it's really mid, not mid, that COVID. much of an old days. <laughs> not that old days. But it feels like forever ago now. Um, and uh, long story short, both of our bands sort of started to fall apart with their members. And okay. we kind of looked at each other and said, hey, there's there's some good members here. There's some good members there. We should just take all the good stuff and make something out of it. Yeah. Okay. And then... Uh, that's how it kind of happened, and I'm I'm the only one from Nashville left at this point. But <laughs> holding strong, here. man, holding yeah. strong. Yeah. We'll get to that later, you know. Sure, yeah. yeah. For so for when it comes to practicing and stuff like that, do you basically uh, just you know get ready before uh, run of shows? You know, yeah, like a day early, and everybody practices on their own, and then yeah. go for it. Right yeah. yeah, I mean, usually when we do like a weekender, um, if it's not like within a month or a month and a half of one that we've previously done, um, we'll just rent a space for maybe four or five hours, rent it with our whole rig, and then um, we're hoping that we can just stay fresh enough, keeping on the weekenders like every other month or something. Um, sure. So then on your own practice is kind of uh, just supplemental. Just good enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. just good enough. Because, I mean, we're all pretty tight together. And yeah. We've, we've all played in a lot of bands. Um, yep. And we have, you know, the cheat the cheat clicks, you know, in your ear. Oh, sure. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's pretty similar to uh, the band that I'm currently in. We don't play a lot of shows, but we're all vets, you know. We're yeah. Too, we don't even, we're like, we're not even going to play clicks no more. We're, we're just over it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one less thing to bring and our our drummer just is a metronome he's insane so we're like well we just could stick with you uh but i'm i'm two and a half hours away so we just practice on our own meet up before the show yeah sometimes that's the way to do it i mean we're playing a show uh next week that we're going on like probably the only practice we're gonna have is before together because matt is going out on a whim and flying out for it Yep. Well, look at look. Will you look at you? Look at you, you all the way from Nashville. We're we're like overachiever. We're just do this acoustic, man. It's okay. Like <laughs> we're good. He's like, oh, I'm gonna be there. No worries. It's like, nah, fuck it. I'm gonna. Yeah, like, why not? I'm gonna get a plane. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna fly I'm it if I have to. Gonna buy a plane. I'm gonna buy a plane. Damn. Dude, I wish I could buy a plane. That would make my life a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> it would make our lives easier too, Matt. Yeah, I want to get on that. Make a lot of things easier. Start working. I'm uh, working on it. Man, I I mean, I haven't like checked on plane prices, you know, for for a little while anyways. Uh I can't I, I'm assuming that they're very expensive to buy a plane. I would say that we're minimum a few million away. Yeah, probably. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So let's actually get into the the nitty gritty of it. Your latest single is the catchiest fuck tune called "Seasons," featuring the home team. Tell us a bit about the song. How was the response for it? Yeah. Um. So that song, we actually wrote. Oh my gosh! Right when you joined the band, Robert. So when a uh, year and a half yeah, ago, a, li- um, a little bit after. Yep. But it's basically about um. Just like losing somebody that you love you know love not working out um whether that's in friendships or relationships or however somebody wants to take it and uh we knew that we wanted to have somebody on the song and uh brian from the home team has just always been 
super helpful for me. Um, he's like kind of put me under his wing at times and like always let us hop on their Chicago shows and um, talk to me about, you know, this is the things you don't do. And so like we, we figured that would be the perfect guy to do it. You know, his voice is insane. So yes. Yeah, so good. Yeah. And not only that, but he didn't even, he, he didn't phone it in. I've seen certain like artists that like, you know, have a, a feature and it's kind of just a, a half-ass attempt at writing a verse or something like that. Sure. Like, he like, he brought it strong. Oh yeah. Like we heard like the first time we heard it, we were like, holy shit. Like what do yeah, you, this is like straight off the home team record. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's good. You know, having uh, cameos and shit like that is awesome. Unless it's Kellen Quinn, because at this point, who doesn't have a uh, a song oh, with Kellen yeah. Quinn at this point? Oh, we, we uh, don't. Unless like Kellen wants to jump on. You know what though? <laughs> that makes you special now. That literally, yeah. like at this point, well, that's like the featuring it, Travis Barker shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I don't know. Kellen Quinn is on everything and almost anybody's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I haven't seen like a feature nearly as much as that that dude is and it is yeah at this point if you don't have him featured on a song now you are special yeah i agree <laughs> yeah i mean ever since that like featured x and all that came out um it's right. been like a huge market which is like super convenient for the artist but it also does give some people the opportunity to just take capital right um, um i'm i'm pretty against that that uh site but I, I get it. Um, but it just kind of it kind of makes features not special anymore. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, you know? I still hit the artist up. I I, I don't use it. Um, right. But I like to use it to shop around, like who who's willing to do them. Right. And it's like, all right. Well, I mean, there's probably a cut going somewhere. I'm sure the artist would rather just take what they. Right. Right. You know. And I'm I'm pretty sure too. I just think I feel like that whole like the featured X really kind of ruined that whole thing for just making like um, you know, somebody else like you know, it it was like if you saw like well you just even for example, like when Simple Plan came out and they had Mark Hoppus yep. like on the on like their first big sing single, it's like holy shit, that's fucking cool. And it's like at this point now when i see a new submission coming through my email featuring kellen quinn i'm like okay this yeah exactly i don't You're even like, assume okay you that have 1500 be... bucks to blow yeah it's like it's to to me it's like because i've heard a lot of songs at this point featuring yeah. kellen quinn that aren't any good that at least yeah. I, I don't think they're very good and yeah. it's like so by doing so many features like that you're not you're not guaranteeing a good product. You're just guaranteeing a name. And I think that, you know, takes away so much from it. Yeah. Well, and even the name, I mean, you're not even getting the, the name name that you, that everybody's wanting, you know, they're just, you're, you're naming the singer. Right. So it's mm -hmm. like, you're not even getting on the main artist artist page for whatever you're yeah. paying. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's like at the, at this point, like it doesn't, doesn't really help anything yeah. i've well, seen a lot was... go ahead huh? what? well no, and that's what was cool uh about the brian feature is like um like we just hit him up and he was like yeah i'm i'm totally i'm totally in for this like um i don't i, I haven't seen him like offering features anywhere yeah. else 
Um, mm-hmm. And it's just like, it was so seamless with him. Well, to, to be honest with you, I think the really cool thing about it was that we reached out and he was like, yeah, I'd be interested. And it was kind of like kind of laissez-faire about it. But then mm-hmm. we literally were like, he was like, send me the track and, and I'll, I'll know for sure. And we sent him like the demo we came up with. He's like, I'm so in. He goes, let me know when you guys want it. And we're like, cool. Like, it was just yeah. awesome that he was like, had that much faith in it kind of. Well, that's yeah. the way it should be though. You yeah. know? It yeah. should... Well, and he also let us go onto the, the home team's artist page. Like that, that yeah. was a big thing. Like yeah. we Massive. showed up on the bottom and it's like, I mean, that definitely shows like you've got some heart for, for the small guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, and, and that's just the way like it, that's the way like a feature should be though. It should be like, do you want to be on this? Like, do, yeah, yeah. Do you, like, be do a part you of like this? this? Yep. So. Exactly. And to be honest with you, that's kind of what's kind of been really fun about a lot of the stuff. Cause we we're, we're constantly writing new stuff. Mm-hmm. um and and making new songs and uh we've actually after a couple shows that we've done recently we've had a couple friends and stuff like that that have agreed to do um uh, you know features and stuff like that we and then we would be like oh hey we'll send you the track they like come back and they're like dude i'm super excited to work on this i can't wait for this to come out when's it coming out and we're like Heck yeah. uh we haven't even released other stuff that we were gonna release first so i don't know six months we'll let you know eventually yeah yeah well, that actually leads you're leading right into my next question. So, the artwork for your last three singles seasons, complicated in memory, all have very similar art. Uh, yep. Are these singles leading to a new EP or album? Do you have stuff in the works? You want me to take this, guys? Or you want to take it? I don't care. Whoever wants to go, like I'll take <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, that. this is right. directly rolling into an EP. Okay. Um, we haven't announced it yet, but. Um, we're gonna tell you because we love you um it comes out like 310 um march 10th it is called you plus me for never okay um it's just gonna feature two more tracks on it and then eventually we think that's going to roll into like something larger um but yeah the whole tv type style is is still continuing with this with this ep nice yeah that's exciting that was kind of a an idea that i had um it's kind of remembering like the nostalgia, like growing mm-hmm. up with the, you're like, oh, Saturday morning cartoons. Like, that's why I was like, tube TV, Saturday morning cartoons. That's kind of like concept. I kind of told Zach about it and he was like, okay, let's do that. And like, and I was like, we could just throw like different symbols in the middle for the single and kind of build it up. Um, and that was like I, the nostalgia factor was, was a key thing for a lot of that and it's actually even led into uh some of the new songs we're writing like we only have one that's a working title is nostalgia on it so we are like we are we have that concept and we we love that idea because you know what you are what you grew up with and how you came from so that's kind of the the idea behind a lot of this yeah and then the fact that me and rob are both old pop punk boys very true (laughs) Hey, I grew up on the old pop punk though, so yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. You're honorary old pop punk boy. Honorary. There you go. <laughs> Appreciate you. Where's my medal? I mean, you got the 408 shirt on, like you're. Well, of course, I got two of them. I literally have been swapping between both of them. I'm just like washing the dirty one. <laughs> I'm just like I am literally always in a 408 shirt. I played a gig in one last night. It was I'm like rocking an old all time low shirt. I it's see actually that. Newer all time low shirt, but still. I think I can't. Go ahead. Huh? 
I was just going to say, I think yesterday I was wearing a Tim McGraw shirt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I found it on the Sabres, and I was like, fuck yeah, let's get it, bud. Yeah, dude. There you go. Tim hey, Tim, Tim McGraw is a, a, a badass. Like, if, if anyone <laughs> wants to throw down at a bar sometime, tell, them that, tell me you don't like Tim McGraw. We might go to Fest. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> see, my goal, if you ever see one, you ever come across, you let me know. I, I want it. I'm I'm looking for a Garth Brooks, like okay. tour I knew you were team. Say Garth Brooks. Oof. Oof. Do we have a I specific tour Brooks. in mind, or is it any I tour at this point? Any tour at this point. I just All want right. like a person. Like, if I could find one, I want a a '90s Garth Brooks. Okay. Okay. It's best Garth Brooks right there, man. You know My what? I'm gonna find. Show. Let me let me see. I yeah, don't honestly. I don't even listen to a lot of country, but like, boy. I fuck. I could fuck with some Garth Brooks, man. He oh, is yeah. legend. Yeah, that's like me with Stapleton. Stapleton's insane. Yeah, Chris Stapleton's fantastic. Um, another another thing that I love about even a lot of the older pop punk bands, uh, Anthony Ranieri from Bayside was doing an acoustic show, and he played. Uh, I believe it was a Tim McGraw song, or it might have been a Garth <laughs> nice. Brooks song. Okay, but he literally played a country song, kind of made a little more like his version. And he goes, I know probably a lot of you haven't heard this song before, but it's done by a country artist, and that just shows you that a good song is a good song. Right. And I was like, thank you for somebody for saying that. It doesn't matter. Oh, he's what legendary. Oh. oh yeah. Their new stuff. Have oh, you yeah. heard? Yeah, have you heard that new Bayside song with like Dude, Ice the new Nine one Kills? with Ice Nine is yeah. gnarly. It's that gnarly. is like Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. I, I'm gonna blame Jack a little bit for that because Jack's always shredded for them. And I just feel like he was like, Let me, let me. Give me the keys. Let me. Oh, yeah, especially let, during let Spencer's that. part. Yeah, yeah. It was like we're gonna make this ice nine. Yeah, nice. Jack's great at that. But I guarantee that collaboration was gnarly in this. Yeah. Like, I would love to have been there. Like, Did you hear how it happened? Like, no. Um, he was. They asked uh, Spencer if they could feature with any band on. I think it was Warp Tour, um, or whatever tour they were on. I think it was Warped. They they were like, who would it be? And he was like, Bayside. Like hundred percent, and uh, so yeah, like that's how it happened. I think it might have been a festival recently, but okay. yeah, it was just crazy. Like he, he's like, yeah, I hit him up, and then he said yes. I was like, yeah. there you go, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna ask you guys a question. I haven't asked any bands yet, uh, but it was just something I thought of because I know as a musician, like this shit happens. So I was very curious. I'll test it out on you guys. So since forming in 2018, you've released an EP and a multitude of singles. What is the song that means to the most to you? I've asked that. So you can get hold that one. And okay. bonus question, what song do you feel was the most slept on? Like, is there a song that you thought was going to be like, this is, this is fucking it. This is going to be fucking it. And you wrote it, recorded it, and it, just missed the mark it just didn't do what you wanted i already have my answer i have my answers all right so um mine is actually one in the same song for both questions surprisingly um memory which was our first single that i I put out uh, actually second single we put out after i joined the band um and that song was the first song that me and zach wrote together like we literally met uh, we talked about doing some music songs together because he was looking for a bass player. Um, 
then like literally that weekend we got together and he showed me like the starts of that song and then we literally went through and killed it and finished that one in like an hour um and it literally the song is about feeling that like covid killed you as, as like an as an artist as a person mm -hmm. so like your friends and everything like that so that hit me in a certain way because i was after you know covid started i didn't think i was going to be in a band again um i wouldn't know if i was going to do anything i thought maybe it was just gonna be like well there's no mean no live events anymore so that one was the one for me and i just loved the hook of it um and and i just thought it was going to hit just just everything on it and then it, you know it, it 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 has some traction but it just no it did, didn't do as well as i hoped but it was just like so is that those... your sleeper track too it's both yeah it's one oh, of the same wow dang yeah. <laughs> that that's like my that. song that i love but no now there's songs well, that I, haven't can come you out call yet. it a sleeper can you call it a sleeper if it's not out for like a year Sure. I mean, the thing, because I mean, you, you had, you've put another single out on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah, it's underperformed the other stuff we put out this year. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, is and, and not even saying that it didn't perform, but it didn't perform like the way you were like, yeah, well, like to our expectations. Yeah. Cause I mean, there have been, I've made songs and stuff and I'm like, this is it, man. Whew, I can get ready for the good life. Let's go. Yeah. Well, you know? and, and that's, that's the literally how it kind of happened. The song like, came out and I was like, okay, it didn't really hit. And the next one, like complicated was our next single that we put out. And I, I love that song. I just didn't think it was as good as memory in my opinion from sure. like the writing aspect. And then like, it like quadrupled the amount of attention and plays it got. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what's, I don't like, I, I don't get it, but you know, it's a fickle industry and market. So it's hard to tell sometimes. Right. So who's next? I don't know. I mean, for me, it's tough. Cause I, I haven't been in the band very long. So up until recently, I didn't actually get to write on most of the songs. Sure. Um, only I did a little bit on seasons, but even that was mostly done by the time I joined. So it's it's tough. I will say my favorite song to play, which I think was slept on. Although Zach, tell me if it did better when it came out because I didn't before I ever met these guys. But like Hope has always been like one of my favorite ones to play in the in the set. I know it's one of the ones off the like old EP, and uh, I think I'm the only one in the band that it's like my favorite one to play. <laughs> So I definitely feel like that one's been slept on a little bit. As I think it's always been somebody's favorite. I feel like it just, I feel like it phases out. It's weird. I don't know, man. I always, that's, that song's just fun to play live. Something about it. It's always it, fun. It, it, it's the and, energy. It really is. It, it's that bounce and you get the crowd into it and you get everyone like bobbing along. Yeah. Like, Fuck yeah. Let's play this. It's like, a live song, I guess. I mean, I think that's probably part of it. It yeah. is, my experience with it is live and it's it's a song that just slaps live but other than that i mean for me uh seasons is the one that means the most to me of the of music because it's the one that i was the most involved in so i have sure. the most attention to it um hopefully i mean by the end of this year there's a, a few more songs the song nostalgia the guys were talking about and there's another one called um um honest both of which are, are songs that i was a big part of and you know mm -hmm. i have a lot of yeah honest is like like 80 80 85 percent you man maybe even nice. more yeah. that's the first song i brought like to the band yeah completely. right on so be fun yeah. it'll be good and 
and we love it because we're kind of branching out with some of these new tracks that we're writing they're going to be a little bit different direction um like honest is a little more rock than pop punk, sure. but it still has those like roots and stuff in there but um we have another one that literally sounds like a 90s uh everclear song to me um okay that I, I i love but i love it like it, it's 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 a great track has a little bit of electronic like feel to it but it, it's really cool talks um, a lot actually, about your father yeah uh, <laughs> actually it, it's it's another thing about you know figuring out life father, as it is it's father but, of yours though right <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 um but but my my, my new tr- song actually the, the we, one of the songs that means the most for me as well i, I know i kind of said the memory is but the, is, is actually unreleased stuff that we have there's one that's coming out on the ep on the on the 10th of march um it's gonna be called home run that's it's it's a it's a really cool song i love it i think that one is gonna be a lot of fun a lot of people are gonna dig it so awesome. that one's the one meaning the most to me right now. Sorry, Zach, I didn't mean to take oh, you're good, man. You're good. I didn't start. <laughs> um, I think probably my favorite is in this newer batch. Um, I was like looking at our discography a second ago and I was like, <laughs> um, I totally uploaded in 2018 I up, or 2019. I uploaded this as an EP and it doesn't show under our records. So it only shows we have one EP. We actually have two under our belt. Hmm. But I am not any different than those guys in the fact that I do like the newer stuff. Um, complicated is the most one that means, yeah. 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 Complicated means the most to me, um, just because I wrote it about um, like hating my boss. Like um, I was a manager um, as a welder, and I managed a bunch of different guys, probably like nine to nine to fifteen different welders, mm-hmm. and um, I was just getting pushback from the the people above me. Um, and it ended up that I, I got let go. And it was like right before that song got released. And then it released and it like performed really well. And it was just like, wow, like that's like, that's really cool. And like, it's always meant a lot because you slave away for these companies and yeah. you're so disposable to them. It makes, so you, it's... it makes you feel more vindicated. Like, you're oh, like, yeah. Yeah, you. yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. And then I think most slept on track um i've got to go with it's off of the transparent record it's called nola um okay it's always been one of my favorite songs it's got like this little slow vibey guitar intro and uh i just kind of wrote it about like long distance relationships and sure um yeah i think it's something everybody can relate to but i don't know if we just like i really thought like oh man this is like a ballad this is like super cool yeah and then it came out and was just like it's like the worst on the record nice yeah like that's i was just thinking about that like that today because like there's so many like songs and like just in my old bands like repertoire and stuff to where we're like like this is my favorite we're gonna play this live we're gonna keep we'll keep this we'll re-record this we'll do it again and be like but no yeah, one fucking to keep it likes it why are we doing yeah. that yeah. <laughs> anything to keep it in the set I used yeah. to be like that. I used to be like so die hard for that. Like we are not taking this song out. Like yeah. this means so much. Yeah, my Boy, like, yeah, dude. my old band uh, that I still do stuff with sometimes. But uh, we there's like one song in particular that there were just like it's 
just like Matt was saying, it's like, oh, I fucking love playing this live. They're like, it's a great song. Everybody loves it when we play it live. And it's like, eh, not really. Like, I've always like, I've always seen it as a set killer. But okay. You know? <laughs> and then like, they'd be like, and then we had our most popular song that people would always sing, and like people would go like ape shit for, and they were like, we should get, we should take this one out. I'm like what is fucking wrong with well i mean we kind of did the same thing yeah (laughs) we i mean like our literally our like biggest track is like an acoustic song well Um, i was gonna say it's different because it's acoustic yeah i mean that's more of a logistics different that's more of a logistics thing but we always are like what do we cut that one's the first one out like you know you could you, you could bring that back for like some sort of encore and shit yeah, but like it wasn't like we cut our most popular like mainstream pop punk song. Well, yeah, we don't we don't have a mainstream pop punk song yet. We're getting there. <laughs> we have a couple. Just because they're not hits doesn't mean they're not mainstream. That's right. Ceiling right. would probably be the most mainstream, I guess, if we want to go that oh, route. Is pretty mainstream. Yeah, you're mainstream, Nashville. I am mainstream. Well, I mean, yeah, you're in Nashville. That's why you you're, me you're about as mainstream as it gets. You, well, all of you, fuck you guys. Like Chicago and Nashville, get out of here. We're all mainstream. All right, <laughs> moving on. I, I lived in Nashville before it was cool. I, I'm pretty sure it's been cool for a while. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> been cool for a hot minute. For a pretty fucking long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for uh, a minute. Yeah. Uh, Moving on, with the ever-changing landscape of social media, Zach and I kind of already like talked about this a little bit before you guys got on, but with the ever-changing landscape of social media, what platform do you think is the most important to use to promote oneself? TikTok. TikTok? A piece of me saying that out loud, but it's true. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's it's a platform that can literally reach millions of people and if something catches on like it's not like a reel you know what i mean like like reels are cool don't get me wrong like I, we, we do reels basically daily but there's something about the tiktok and like the dances people make up and everything like that it just seems to be that spark the rate in which things on tiktok go viral and the way they go viral yeah i was going to say the rate viral. in which they go viral is insane because you can my brother is 12 years old and the kid's got a couple random videos that have over a hundred thousand and i'm like dude like can you help my band do that like but (laughs) here's the only thing i have to say about that has anything changed for him at 12 no but i think that's well i just mean in general did it get him a, a a ton of followers I'm pretty sure it got him a decent amount of followers, but I mean, he just, I mean, he's 12, so he just doesn't have consistent. Sure. Because the thing is, is from, I mean, on like the unsigned pop punk TikTok and stuff, I have a few different that have like over a hundred thousand or like 50,000, things like that. And um, the only thing I can say about it is like, yeah, that's awesome, but it didn't do anything for me. Like it's, it's really cool. Yeah. But it didn't people it didn't bring people to my pot to the podcast it didn't get people to buy shirts it didn't you know it didn't change anything other than make me feel cool for about a couple days yeah well i I think yeah go ahead i was gonna say i think the thing with tiktok is 
the scale like mm-hmm. we're sitting here saying oh we have a hundred thousand and that's cool and that is really cool we, we mm-hmm. don't have more than a hundred thousand views on any of our tiktok videos but i think the problem with tiktok is like we think of a hundred thousand as a huge number because on instagram it was on instagram a hundred thousand was a big number oh it's it yeah, huge you gotta strive and, for the million and on it's TikTok. In, and i think if well, you can get a hundred thousand on instagram it's significantly more important Oh yeah. Well, so there's an artist that I love. Um, that's not in pop punk. She's a pop artist, but she got big off of like YouTube and TikTok. Uh, Mm -hmm. Named Sarah, and uh, like her viral TikTok videos have like 12 million views and a million likes, and she got a hundred thousand followers and monthly listeners off of them. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think that's the difference with TikTok. The thing that I always liked about TikTok though is like if you if you had a viral hit on Instagram. It took time for that to get to 100,000. Sure. Now, once it mm-hmm. did, that 100,000 was a huge number. It was really important and it was great. But it took so much time. Whereas like TikTok, like if you look at someone like um, like uh, Taylor Acorn, right? Who's yeah. blowing up right now thanks oh, yeah. to TikTok. Mm-hmm. I mean, she went from nothing in our scene to so huge in such a short period of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's like, it's it's games we play also. Another, another yeah. acting mm-hmm. scene that's just gone so much faster than uh than we seem to be able to go on instagram or anything else and i think that right. that's the thing with tiktok is it's it's not easier to get famous on tiktok than it is on instagram but when you do finally get that traction on tiktok it goes so much faster i think right. they also help the creators more too um i mean that's, there's a whole portal for your creators right you know, i mean well, instagram is getting on with that but what was mag park as well yeah, yeah. Uh, Park was like oh, one yeah, of the yeah. first pop. They were the yeah, first they, there. They they were probably the first, I would say, of the, like the of the pop punk artists to like make TikTok work in their favor. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, I think TikTok's incredible. I think it's I think it's good. I definitely think it's changed a significant amount, which pulls it back a lot to where I feel like, to be honest, it's almost more even ground again. Uh, it's getting there because they 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 changed an insane amount in one year i remember like yeah one year ago any like the thing that i liked the most about tiktok is that anybody could go viral just like you were saying zach you're you know your brother anybody can but it's not that way anymore it is a lot harder yeah Uh, you still can go viral but yeah I think your money goes farther too, though. I mean, you're talking like mm-hmm. with bands, especially. Um, I mean, every other post I see is sponsored, and a lot of them is like bands that we're friends with and stuff. And it's just like you always have a constant ad going. And on TikTok, yeah. if you boost a post or promote or whatever they do, I mean that that money takes you significantly further. Like this week, I I just like ran an experiment. I put in like a hundred, hundred and fifty bucks. I did two videos and one live, and the two videos, like one of them got like 20K views and like it did decent, but our follower count, like after both of them and the live went up like 400 or 500, you know? And it's like the scalability in that, like in, in that aspect too is, I mean, if you get more money in the door, you can put more money there and then that's right. going to bring more. And one of the cool, oh gosh, what was I even going to say? How did, oh, so what, a, like what I think the best thing that tiktok has going for it is its algorithm like if like if you guys are trying to 
hit people that like pop punk. You know, if the if you're watching TikTok, you know, and you and you like two fucking videos that are pop punk related, that's about all you're going to start seeing. Just boom, 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 boom. And then you like, oh, this cat was funny. This cat was funny. Now it's all fucking cats. Yeah, like, yeah. dude. It's you're like, preaching the choir on that. Yeah, oh it's a very God. short, short attention mm-hmm. span algorithm. But it's it's so great with like targeting. Oh, yeah. Like, you get the specific people yeah. you want. There is no other social media platform that targets like well, they have TikTok. What, what a billion users or something they just surpassed? They have a billion users and they, their algorithm is just it's it's unreal. Like I, mm. I do I do work with like AI and algorithms in my day job. So sure. like I researched this a lot when it first started to get big and mm-hmm. they like the way they classify you is I, I forgot the statistics someone gave me, but it's some crazy thing. Like for, if you spend one second watching a video without scrolling past it, it gathers like 800 data points or something insane like that. Yeah. And so like you, you say like, I like the cat, forget liking the cat video. You pause on that cat video for a second. Right. And yeah. then you keep scrolling. It's going to throw another cat video at you because it wants yeah. to test. And if That's you pause crazy. again, it's going to keep doing that. And it's ridiculous. I, I've noticed that like there's times on my TikTok feed because I'm addicted to it at this point, like everyone is, and it's, I'll be scrolling through it. It's tough, and I'll be scrolling through it. And I'll be like, man, my entire TikTok feed has become like video game streamers, yeah. and I'll literally, <laughs> I'll literally make a point of like scrolling past them really fast for five minutes and stopping on like the pop punk videos, and the next day my entire feed will be pop punk. Oh it's yeah, like, it'll adjust so quickly. You like an unfollow one or two people, and your whole feed will change. Um, but it makes it easier because you don't have to target, right? Like my business, we're always targeting on Facebook constantly. And it's this endless Instagram, Facebook campaign targeting. We go on TikTok. We literally just go automatic targeting and hit go. And yeah. It, you don't have to create this insane sales marketing yeah. funnel. Yeah. Facebook's no. marketing like is, is wild and it's so hard to target oh, on, yeah. on Facebook to get like, if you know what you're doing, like, it could definitely be beneficial, but fuck, is it hard? Yeah. I, I work with two people that used to work for Meta, and they're like, it is the absolute devil. Do not use it. Don't do anything with it. They're like, it, the, the algorithms that they come up with are ridiculous. Like, yeah. It, from everything they've told me. Anybody, anybody that I talk to about, I, I feel that, like, unless you know exactly what you're doing and have a great knowledge about, you know, Facebook targeting ads and stuff, don't waste your money. It's you're just throwing money away because typically you're not going to get anything from it. Yeah. I've only seen a couple bands yield like good results. Like I just realized the other day, like Brooklyn, um, they've got like 12 K on, on Facebook. Yep. I'm like, damn, we're struggling for like two, three K or whatever. But yeah, it's like, three. I mean, those guys knew what they were doing, you know? Mm-hmm. What is money? I mean, t- Facebook is, in my experience, is one of the most expensive places to run ads. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We do it. My my work does it, but it's, like, it's expensive, and it takes time. You have to let that thing learn for, like, a month. You have to just give up the fact that for a whole month you're losing money, and you got to let it run. It's not like Facebook where you can or a, a TikTok. You can run an ad for one day. Right. And it'll run great. Now, Facebook, if you got to run that ad, start it, don't stop it. Like, that thing should outlive you. Because yeah. it takes forever for their algorithm to learn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, like, 
I'm I'm good friend like my best friend is um the the owner of Plug Your Holes and that's how they started was just running ads on Facebook and Instagram and stuff and you know they hundred dollars a day you know just just rolling with it and like they would get good results but yeah it takes a takes a while and it takes money if you're gonna go for it you got to go for it yeah Yeah. and it's a lot for for bands it's a lot harder because you know it's hard to get anybody to like lock onto that as it is you know unless you got uh, uh, unless on tiktok where you're just like well you know yeah, you, you're slapping them in the face really quick with it. Uh huh. You're just like, oh my god, I, I heard, I heard that for a split second. I got to go back and find that artist. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or you well, just it... gave something visually appealing yeah. for five seconds. Oh my gosh, so many people did the split screens now, where it's like half of the screen is a, a, an appealing video to the eye, and then the other half is just whatever they want to be. The screen is somebody about. just yeah. some like. Yep. Dude, yeah, it's exactly. them eating a bag of chips watching the video half the time. <laughs> oh, gosh, Pringles. that shit drives me nuts. Yeah, oh, it's like, like get well, out of here with that. I think you're on a different part of TikTok than me. <laughs> uh, well, that was, no, that was like a the React one. type videos. That's, yeah, sure. that's yeah, React they're... type stuff. But, like, the the way it also works that I've seen is Facebook also, the ads they accept and that the, they push out sometimes are, like like you said, it takes a lot to learn it. Um, but I've seen a lot of bands that write for lack of a better term, mediocre songs. Like they're they're average. They're at best. There's nothing like special about them or whatever. Right. Something hit. Like but 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 they they have ads about it. I'm like I'm like, oh it's a it's an ad. Like let's just watch it. And I watch it. I'm like, why did I waste my time? Right. I've so been it, there. Yeah. yeah. Well it's yeah, also so, like Oh sorry Rob finished. I didn't mean to cut you off. Well no I was just gonna say it which which makes it really difficult because if if you I'm not trying to say like our music is better than anybody else's or anything like that with this, but like if you write decent music and so, like you think it's good, do, does well, you put it out there, people don't want to listen because they're like, I've heard so much shit. And right. now I have not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even when you get people who want to listen to you, you have the issue of like, you know, if you're selling a product, right? Plug your holes, they're selling something. Right. Yeah. You get one person, maybe it takes $10, but you finally get that one person, they click on it, they spend money with you. Yep. With a band, that's not what you're doing, right? I mean, maybe yeah. they buy a t-shirt, but generally it's a, that one person, they go stream your song and yeah. they put in a playlist with 9 million songs and it gets played once a month on that playlist. So that's going to get you one monthly listener for the year. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's that's great, but that monthly listener costs you $10. Now try right. to get 500,000 monthly listeners. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. That's $5 yeah, million. That was the only platform that I've seen that has actually limited you on your ads too. Like I used to work for um, a social media corp- like corporation that did stuff like that and they were like they always wanted to run christmas ads and you know like around that time like they would just say nope too many ads like it's not going to get viewed so we're not going to put it up and i'm like whoa like that's crazy you know, never... tiktok would never do that they got a billion people they'll they'll funnel that to the next million you know yeah <laughs> you won't even get to see creator videos yeah. anymore it's all just sponsored we'll take it i don't care yeah okay. yeah exactly <laughs> serious i mean it's still the same thing it's still just a video so yeah. yeah it's just All like right. an auction <laughs> so uh there's one of the things is there's so many iconic pop punk bands oh. in chicago and in and nashville there's a lot coming out of nashville but this was just my thoughts on chicago in general uh who would you say is your favorite 
pop punk band from Chicago. And who do you think doesn't get the recognition that they deserve? All right. Well, my favorite out of Chicago is Real Friends. Hands down. I've Mm -hmm. always loved them. Um, And I think somebody that doesn't get the attention they deserve are uh, our friends in Highwire. Um, They've been around for like almost 10 years now in Chicago. Um, they just they have they had some, ugh, they write some freaking bangers. And if uh, you if you haven't checked out Good Enough by Highwire, do yourself a favor, go check out Good Enough by Highwire tonight. Yeah, those guys are they're slept on. They've it's the same guys, the original members that were in it. They've been in it since high school, so it's just really cool and refreshing to see a band that sticks together like that. You know, right? Heck yeah. Matt, do you want to go? Because mine's going to be kind of long-winded. No, I was actually <laughs> going to say that the two of you should probably take this since I'm not from Chicago. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, see, this is a very difficult question for me because I feel like that there are so many bands that have come out. Like, most people are thinking about, you know, Fall Out Boy or maybe Alkaline Trio, something along those lines. But, like, there is so much more that has come out of Chicago that is oh, like, yeah. hit in different ways. Like... Like Lucky Boys Confusion, I feel like mm-hmm. is is like one that like yeah they're known in Chicago, but they're not nearly as well known outside of here. But they write sure. some great like party yeah. pop punk songs and like you know. Um, and then there was the Dog and Everything back in the day. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they were like an unsung hero. They had a songs like that were, were fantastic. Um, then we had Show Off. There was mm-hmm. a lot of bands that didn't nearly get as much attention as they should. And it's so hard to be like, this is the best band out of Chicago. Because even now, there's like like a couple of guys that, uh, a couple of our friends, can, this band called Good Hangs, they write these great emo, like... Anthems. Yeah. Like, they're sing-along. Like, like, the first time I heard it, I was like, I don't know the words, but I'm going to fucking hum along the melody. Like, yeah, I already you. know the melody after one yeah. lesson, yeah. Yeah, and it was just, yeah. it was really well done. Um, and they, I mean, like, yeah, so much. Yeah, there is. It, it, it's It's... it's I get overwhelmed with that question personally because I'm like, there are so many bands that I think are fantastic in Chicago that I like, and I got asked this on a, like before an interview is like, well, why do you think that everybody like pop punk in Chicago or that like Midwest has like a certain sound to it. And I go, I think it's just because we get tired of everyone telling us we're not good enough. We're not a coast. Like fuck this town, man. Yeah. Yeah. And that gets us angsty and we're like, here, this is what we're writing. Um, so that's what's really difficult. But like at the same time, like Zach said, like Real Friends, fantastic. Knuckle Puck, fantastic. Um, we have a like so many artists that are great. Belmont, yeah, yeah. like uh, the Lawrence Arms, the Academy yes. is. Yeah. Oh my god, which they're back, and I'm so stoked. Mm-hmm. I really want to see Bottle Rocket. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, it's just yeah. There's so much, and I love the Lawrence Arms. I, yeah, there's so many like subgenres wow. too of yeah. punk that that get big out of Chicago. It's weird. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah th- that was my long-winded answer i i, I can't give you matt give your nashville of... answer then <laughs> my favorite nashville, nashville. yeah g- give your nashville answer for those oh um, he's, he's gonna say be basic and say free throw come on those guys are cool as fuck though uh, cool, i don't even dude, know if that's that not... basic i mean like that's that's yeah. a great answer it's not like they're like i, I, I know it's I'm not like they're shit. like fallout boy or nothing you yeah. know no. <laughs> yeah. well yeah but not a lot of pop punks out of nashville so when you think of it you're like free throw yeah, from, yeah. from Nashville, even... it's a, like originally it's a small list. Right now, I mean, obviously we've got like half of Newfound here now. 
and newfound yeah. always got a special spot in my heart um yeah. hot mulligan yep. hot mulligan you paramore, know it's, it says well well yeah the, the the one member of paramore that's still in paramore <laughs> <laughs> the only <laughs> member of paramore that's still in paramore uh, um, yeah. but uh no there's so many good bands i mean i'd say free throw is sort of the local heroes cuz they're the ones that came out of nashville i honestly don't know who's like a band that's being slept on right now out of here though um because it's just uh like like the scene is is so it's so volatile in nashville there's like bands well, coming from time. michigan yeah i was like i was gonna say i thought they were from lansing but they're they're here now i think or at least yeah. some of them are. i just oh, i crazy. just did a quick google search for nashville yeah. pop punk bands because i have no idea Oh and yeah, I'm the, sure a, a lot of them are moving there too because it's like I mean you got well, like guys like thing. Knox, who's like Knox is like a lot of the guys I would say would be slept on have like blown up in the last couple of years. I mean, games, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, games we play. I we played with him like his first or second show ever, <laughs> like Damn. with that name. Wow, here in Nashville, that was I think our first like real show we played. We played for one person before that. I think at some like <laughs> horrible show. Who is it? Limbs was headlining. There was literally one person there. Oh, we just played for the sound guy. Like and then old the Indiana first, show. Yeah, the first show we ever played with like people there though was with games we play. And then we didn't hear anything from them for like three years. Then COVID, and then all of a sudden, massive, thanks to TikTok, yeah. yeah, they're opening for fucking Fall Out Boy. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I just have to. What's up? Was this say is if we want like. Going back just to like the Chicago bands really quick, the Fall Out Boy, I love old Fall Out Boy, and I, and I think that there's so much that have changed and transcended into different genres and things like that, mm-hmm. that it, it's, it's weird because I haven't listened to an album of theirs since Infinity on High. That's where they lost me personally. And oh, it's wow. like that old, yeah, it's, it's old school pop punk, like take this to your grave, is in my car, in a CD player, it hasn't left. Like it's been transferred from car to car to car. It, it does not leave. That is how I, good that album is. I think my favorite Fall Out Boy album is is actually Folly Ado. Okay. I think that album is just fucking underrated. Okay. And, and like that's the thing. That's the thing that's beautiful about music is that you know we can talk about the different bands and have like get along on completely a hundred percent and like disagree about the songs, but we'd be like at the end of the day, it's a good music you know what i mean yeah. like oh sure yeah, so that's one I, thing that I, I love about that go ahead absolutely so i was gonna say there's i want to see i'm i'm assuming you guys probably know at least one of these two two bands but i think um one of the there are two bands that come to mind for me when it comes to bands that got slept on in chicago one of them is fucking alistair oh my uh, god yes i think alistair is one of the catchiest bands in the genre period yes. um aren't they starting to make a comeback uh, yeah they, there's they're out they're out there doing stuff we actually just just had them on uh on the podcast oh wow who do yeah. you have if you don't let me ask him tim okay i love tim and i love scott scotty is yeah. awesome and the fact is that he's like a celebrity like a giant celebrity in japan still yeah. blows my mind but it, it but like i mean Somewhere on Fullerton is one yes. of the greatest pop punk songs of all time. I mean, it is just so catchy. 
Um, yeah. I definitely think they should have gotten bigger than they did. Um, and then the other band I have is is a lot less known. Um, it's a band called Spittlefield. Oh, oh my Spittlefield. God. Yeah, Mark Rose. Let's go. Let's talk about Mark Rose. He's a fantastic, awesome person. I fucking, he is such a good songwriter. I fucking love Spittlefield. Uh, the song, I love the way she said L.A. is yep. fucking owns my heart. Yeah, a couple of our yep. friends just uh, played a show with him. That's awesome. Yeah, That's- I, I, I've, I played with Mark back in the day and everything like that. He is such a wonderful human being. He's a great songwriter, great guy, great band. I, yeah. I miss I miss that band. That band needs to do more stuff. Yeah, like like you said, the Academy is is back like, is back too. And yep, you know uh, William Beckett back in the day could definitely slay some fucking vocals. Like his voice is so good. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, we have one more question before we go mm-hmm. to a, a quick break. Sure. Uh, if you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you were first starting out, what would it be? wants to start um i can start don't overanalyze um i just saw a post about this the other day um i think it was actually from like a bigger band um it's talking about how you like lose yourself in the process sometimes and sometimes it becomes about the money or about getting in front of the biggest crowd or your social media instead of like what actually it was real friends instead of what actually matters and Mm -hmm. that's like that is what you're doing in your writing and what you're trying to make people feel through it and it's like i mean that's the root of it you know i mean that's what everybody should do it for absolutely do you want to go um i'll let you go first rob sure um my advice for anyone starting uh, music is, is don't do it first and foremost but um <laughs> a, a, after yeah, that, the, yeah, yeah way to be um, way to be cliche rob i i i'm obviously kidding i love music and that i wouldn't have been doing music for 20 something years now um my one advice piece though obviously would be don't do it for anybody else it's kind of along the same lines that zach was talking about with the don't ever analyze mine is don't do it for anybody else besides yourself. Write the music that you want to listen to. Yeah. Like that's the way you're going to make the best music that you've ever done in your life. Is this like, I really love this track. And if you have that same energy and you put that love into the song, that love is going to come back out from the fans. If, you know, if as long as they're feeling the same way you are, like that's the Mm -hmm. way it should go. Absolutely. Man. Yeah, I think, I mean, to, to not overlap the other guys or be even more cliche, um, <laughs> I think for me, like what I'd say to elaborate on is don't do not do it unless you love it because right. it's not easy. Um, you know, there's there's nothing about the life of being in a band that's easy. You know, TikTok and all these other things make it, they fool you, right? You see that one person who made a TikTok account, made two videos, got signed to, you know, Fueled by Ramen and, you know, <laughs> They're opening for Green Day and like they're on a tour bus in a private jet. It's like, okay, that's great. Yes, there's a chance that can happen. There's also a chance you can win the lottery. You might as well buy the lottery ticket. Um, yeah. Do music because you love it. And if you mm-hmm. if you always do it because you love it, you'll never be disappointed. Hell yeah. Absolutely. 
I completely agree on all. Rob, what were you going? I, I was also going to say kind of along that same lines is is like like when that was saying, and I said about loving it is even if you have one person in the crowd, play like it's a million. And like, even if it's a million play, like it's that one person and you want them to love you for the rest of your life. Rob, you with have, the cliches. It's, yeah. I don't care. I don't care about the cliches because you know what? I've told everybody no, this in my right. life. I, I've, I've told every single person this in my life and they're like, why do you love music? And I go, it is the greatest high you will ever get. Playing on stage and having one person sing your lyrics back to you will like literally you're like what's heroin afterwards like i'm not saying that like anything but you know what i mean like you're but that and yeah. heroin yeah yeah <laughs> Ooh. now you're talking some nikki six levels yeah oh, there we go you know? baby yeah, yeah you don't even know what your name is there yeah but you know he's clean now and he still slays it on stage so yeah, absolutely oh, yeah. well all that advice was absolutely uh perfect except for mine kids don't do uh heroin or coke <laughs> Yeah, mean, don't, do do you know, don't do drugs. Don't do hard Except drugs. Like, don't do one. don't yeah. do that. Don't yeah. do, yeah, hard do, do legal drugs. Legal drugs only. Yeah. Or Chicago. like or like moderately illegal. You know. It's, yeah, I was gonna I mean, say, they, Matt, you're in Nashville. Like, like there yeah, are legal from... is is like you could get locked up for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have Tylenol and it, cowboy it's, hats. It's, it's, the, it's the baby prescription one. Honestly, we're getting there. You can't get anything in the state anymore. Yep. Fair enough. Well, well, on that note, uh, we're going to take a <laughs> quick break and we'll be right back with our next segment. What's up, friends? We're super stoked to tell you that we just partnered with G Fuel. And let me tell you, there is no more pop punk beverage on the market right now than G Fuel. G Fuel keeps you energized, focused, and hydrated. If you go to gfuel.com right now and use code unsigned pop punk you're gonna save 20 percent off your entire order you can get it in the tub form and have 40 freaking servings of flavors like rick and morty's unstable portal fluid which is a delicious strawberry limeade or get something in the can form like sonic's peach rings or crash bandicoot's wumpa fruit go to gfuel.com and check it out for yourself let us know what your favorite flavor is and once again don't forget to use our code unsigned pop punk to save 20 percent it's a heck of a deal man hey pat here with unsigned pop punk we're a community dedicated to building up the music scene by shining a spotlight on up-and-coming bands now i know what you must be thinking these guys must be raking in the cash wrong but you can help us help others by picking up some merch we found what big business is selling shirts for and we slashed the prices we saw what people are charging for sweatshirts and we windmill kicked those prices in the face so pick up some merch from us today you won't be mad you did and we're back thanks so much for sticking around and and making it this far i mean you know it's a podcast you gotta go from start to finish you know the it's not like the radio show where you just pop in and out yeah. you're going you're going for the whole the whole thing baby whole Man, enchilada the whole enchilada are you eating <laughs> an enchilada matt i am not what are you I'm eating i am eating a, a pizza Pizza. There you go. At least you didn't what? say some CEO type bullshit. Yeah. Man. What you be eating on? Come on. Just some wagyu beef. Some wagyu <laughs> beef. I like it. And oh. you know, and and on that note, we're gonna hop into our food for thought segment. 
So we've had we we've had a few different uh bands from chicago on the show now so we always got to see what everybody's thoughts are and so we've asked a few different chicagoans about this and the answer varies in different degrees of wrath um what is your opinion on how a hot dog should be eaten first of all let me say that that's very refreshing to hear that one versus the deep dish one yeah um because i really thought you were gonna say deep dish hot dogs honestly I I was raised. I friggin' love putting ketchup on them, and you know, Factual. people from the city, people okay. from the city would kill me. Oh, I know. That's why I was. That's why but, I'm saying this is different degrees of wrath oh, because God, it's like whatever what, you whatever you want on it, enjoy it. Yeah, I heard like one person was like, "I'll I'll beat the shit out of you if you put ketchup yeah. on there." Yeah, like, people are people will go to their grave with that shit. Yeah, wrong. Yeah, and, and, I've and seen I people hate- get like hot dogs slapped out of their hands for that it's it, it's a good time <laughs> yeah. to probably mention that i i'm actually from new york originally um not okay. so as we do talk about food my opinions are going to be very new yorker that's cool i like Ketchup it on a hot dog is the only way to eat a hot dog in my opinion agreed and I you agree. know what Pe- i people people all the time talk about putting relish on i hate pickles so oh. like i'm like don't put it on there get it away from me now coleslaw and ketchup Okay, I've never Ew. done coleslaw, but I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'm a like a saucy type guy. Yes, I like shit on shit. Like, mm-hmm. so oh like, yeah, you know, like I'll take a hot dog that's got ketchup, mustard, and relish on it. I'll onions. Oh, the put more shit on it. Yeah, yeah same. I'm, Load I'm that in. shit. Put the sport peppers on. I want to like. I want those sport peppers to fall off four times. I got to grab them and put them back on the hot dog. Yeah. Dude, I, I love putting grilled onions on there too. People think it's oh. really weird. Yeah, he just said think, onions. Yeah, that was those are no, no, no. But like a lot of people do just the raw. I do grilled. Raw, raw onions is the, is the standard. Yeah, I, I'll do grilled. But then another thing I throw that's a little bit weird: a little bit of mayo gives it a little creaminess. I yeah, can it's, take it's it. delicious. It's delicious. I can take that more than coleslaw. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be a good coleslaw, but I could it I could fuck I with push the coleslaw, the coleslaw away when they give that to me at the prison. What was that? I said New York. If you don't make a good coleslaw, you go to prison. So, yeah, and you don't want to go to a New York prison. Yeah, no, it's factual. no, you don't. <laughs> sticky factual. Sticky sitch. Well, sticky since sitch. you get so, we'll we'll uh, spread this question out for both of you. So, in your opinion, what is a must-stop food shop in the Chicagoland and Nashville area? You guys uh, well, go first. Yeah. Um, I think for me, since we were just on the, to- the hot dog topic um, and I'm hungry, this just <laughs> made me think of it. So there's this place called Gene and Jude's um, in Brookfield area. It's it's like maybe 30 minutes uh, from the city. Um, but they, they're known for putting French fries on their hot dogs. Oh, okay. And I'm it's in. like one of those big no ketchup, like they are a Chicago hot dog place. But there's well, what do you lines put on it? Okay, if they're putting fucking fries on a hot dog, what else are they putting so on it? Putting, because you can't put- have just fries and hot oh, dog. Oh no, it's no- everything else, man. It's literally the the onions, the relish, the mustard. Okay, sport peppers. Um, the sport peppers and the okay, fries. Okay, so we got they just some ditched the ketchup. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, they just ditched the ketchup, which like, just I mean that was my favorite thing growing up. So, but why? Why? So, being from Minnesota, you know, and we just don't really hate much here. 
like yeah. of just anything uh why is it why is why do they fucking care so much about ketchup like what is what has the tomato done to chicago to There's like i would like to look that up so because... angry about it well the tomato makes the deep dish so i don't understand why they hate it for ketchup (laughs) i'm just i mean i'm just curious i mean you're literally eating crushed tomatoes like pretty much on a deep dish mixed with tomato paste like it's literally tomato on tomato there and the only reason i did not ask you know about the deep dish pizzas because we've interviewed enough people from chicago at this point to I understand that if you're from Chicago, you don't fucking eat that. Like you just yeah. eat normal pizza. Um, the Chicago, like deep dish is pretty standard um, touristy food. Yeah, I'm not a tourist, and I still eat deep dish probably. Oh yeah, I fuck with deep dish. Yeah, I, I mean do. it's fucking delicious. It it's is regular, but for me. it's you don't not eat like it on a regular basis, right? It's like a special occasion. No, 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 like I, we both eat, eat it, it like probably once a week. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wow. What's part of my core diet? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Holy shit! It, 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 what's better what, than than, than carbs and cheese? <laughs> I literally had a meeting last week at a Giordano's. Like I was, oh, <laughs> oh my dude. gosh! I fucking love. I've I've actually had uh, Giordano's frozen and shipped to me. So oh dude, that is have good. you had Luminati's? I haven't. Have no. you? Had, okay, the Luminati's frozen pizza. I'm going to. I'm gonna set this up. We're gonna talk. I'm gonna send you a couple. Okay, dude. They're frozen pizza. If you okay, I'm just gonna tell you right now. Pull the frozen pizza out. Wipe down the tin. Make sure there's no moisture. Put a little bit of uh, the Pam in there, or just like a butter, and then throw that in the bad boy in there and cook it for a little bit. Like as I'll say, 425. Cook it at like 375 for a, like 10 minutes longer. So good. Okay. I we'll gonna say, just crank that up to five hundred and send that it. Up to six. Send no, it. <laughs> no, no. You want to oh, crank your oven go? Because because <laughs> then the, 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 the crust gets nice and crispy. But um, yeah, no, dude. I we'll, we'll figure this out. We'll definitely okay. talk after this. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll connect. Yeah. We'll connect. Yeah. All right, Matt, Nashville. What we All got? Right. Or or New or New York, whatever. I'll, I'll do Nashville because if I do New York, I'm gonna start a fight, and we don't need a fight. Um, okay. Someone yeah, in New York, New York. Someone we'll in the fight, comments. We'll fight during rapid fire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so everyone, obviously, hot chicken is Nashville, so it's going to be a hot chicken place. Um, sure. It's but like everyone goes to the famous ones, like Hattie B's and stuff. Nothing against them. Hattie B's is actually pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, it is. The, the go-to has to be Slow Burn. All the locals seem to agree with me on that too. Uh, it's it's a little out of the way up in up in like kind of northeast Nashville. Okay. But it's like a little local hole in the wall place. It is so good. If you don't like spicy, they have non-spicy options. And if you like spicy, they will destroy you. Okay. Uh, you have to sign a waiver, I'm pretty sure, for the hottest ones. Um, <laughs> nice. And like I've had friends who are like spice hunters who have been just absolutely in pain after that place. But it, it, the, the non-spicy ones even have like an amazing flavor. It's 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 special. So slow burn is going to be the go-to for Nashville. Nice. I, um, uh, we don't have anything crazy fancy, like, uh, you know, Nashville, like good chicken up, up in Duluth, really. Uh, I would say the, the best Nashville hot chicken I've had, <laughs> uh, is the chicken. Okay. Which is actually way fucking better than it should have been. 
Dude, yes. you know what Burger King a lot of people sleep on it but they actually come out with some solid ass sandwiches dude that chicken was nuts man. yeah well it's because people have been sleeping on it forever man ever since mcdonald's came out dude, they still and, got and, the better stuff though dude the water. and i don't get it because mcdonald's has gone over it's more expensive than burger king now absolutely mm-hmm. so but yeah i don't know yeah 100 percent. all right we got one more food for thought question now it's nighttime. the sun has set see what i did there <laughs> what is your go-to late night snack oh shit <laughs> rob's like which one <laughs> yeah you, you gotta be more specific if i've been drinking yeah. I've been doing other things come on now oh god you are stone this. cold sober on yeah. a let's, let's go night. with your stone cold sober this is which no Okay. We don't have Some... any drinking issues here, Rob. Or, or you know, <laughs> it, it, or no judgment. Or uh, <laughs> you you pick whatever your normal go-to late-night snack would be if you had All the right. choice. All right. I got mine. Uh, you all got yours? You should just run it. All right. Uh, I'm going to say some, some flautas or some, some taquitos. Okay. Find a local spot. Get some of those fried little roll tacos. Get some, if, they, if they have a good salsa, because there's a lot of Mexican places in Chicago, um, but if you could find a place that has a good salsa or they make really good nachos, like you can literally that that's my go to. Like, so your snack is going out? No, no, no. You get it delivered to you. You're not going. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. You're not uh, going anywhere. Yeah. I, I, if I'm gonna Zach, go anywhere, Zach's like I was gonna say fucking like Oreos, man. Yeah. Oh, don't you take nah. my Oreos now. Oh. Hold on, you can get those. You you can get a box of twenty delivered from from our local grocery store for about seven bucks. I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> you can make those yourself. Um, those frozen but, boxes are. Yeah, but dude, if I'm going out, if I'm gonna go out, it's gonna be like to Cold Stone. We're gonna get some fancy mm. like ice cream, everything mixed in. Dude, Cold caramel. Stone. It's good oh, yeah. shit. Oh yeah, that's my that's my go to. I can't eat like. There's so much better like ice cream shit to where I, I can't even do Dairy Queen anymore. I, it's yeah. not it's not worth my time. You, you know what's a really weird? I'd rather one get Ben and Jerry's. Like it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, factual. Um, but one thing that's great at Dairy Queen that everyone sleeps on, they always think I'm weird every time I order it. But then when they have it, they're like, it's fantastic. Get a marshmallow shake. They'll take the vanilla ice cream and mix the marshmallow fluff with it. It is so good, especially during the summer. Highly recommend. Have you ever had the Cold Stone cake? Yes. Far superior. Far <laughs> superior. Absolutely. Now okay. it's your uh, snacky food. Yeah. I'm actually, I'm not going to do something I can do now, but I'm going to do something I used to do when I was in college. And it's depressing yeah. that they don't have one here, but it was insomnia cookies. Oh, God. They had a truck parked on my college campus that was open until like 3.30 in the morning. That was a problem. Yeah, that's their whole thing, dude. Yeah, their whole thing is they stay up and they go. They're yep. all on college campuses. It was a serious problem for me in college. That's awesome, I've never. And they deliver, that, right? They deliver. I love cookies. They didn't, but used to deliver. Now oh, they deliver. See, I was gonna it's say I had big, a dude deliver on a bike, man. Big, warm, like just soft cookies, and they. The, like, I, I'm a huge Reese's fan, like Reese's cups, and they would they put like two whole freaking cups right on top of that cookie, bacon in the oven. Mm. Oh God! And you go there at like three in the morning. They're still open. Get fr- and they're always fresh. They're constantly making. Oh fresh. yeah, right. They're always warm. Oh, 
that was so good. And they still serve milk with them. Uh, it was that that was the go to man. If I still lived near one of those places, I'd probably be in a wheelchair. You know what? We're gonna be in the city next week, so um, maybe we'll have to hit up insomnia. Dude, the, we will. There's also there's also a place called Last Crumb that I tried cookies from today. It's like a crumble, like it's one of those like designer like gourmet yeah, we, cookies. We just got a crumble cookie here, okay. and it's fucking oh, yeah. great. It is. It's fantastic. Crumble is fantastic. Yeah. Um. But the place that I tried today is called Last Crumb. They have a chocolate lava cookie oh. that was fantastic, and then they also had a chocolate covered strawberry. And I was like, "How are you gonna do this?" They take like a like raspberry like jam filling, almost kind of like a the shortbread cookies with a raspberry little like tart in it. You know what I mean? But that's in the middle of a chocolate like cookie, and it's like a good size. It's probably like a good five inch diameter cookie. Jeez. So it's a dude. It was really good. Highly recommended. Nice. Zach, go ahead for your snack. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> oh, you're good. No, I'm just going to do some basic shit. Like, if I'm, uh, I'm probably like chips and salsa guy, honestly. That's my favorite snack. We got Talkies. like a, we got a local salsa place. Um, he just like does it from his farm right into the okay. jar, and there's a gas station ni- next to me. I buy them out. Like, I will buy three jars of this stuff. Nice. It's just like sweet and spicy and tangy. <clears throat> <laughs> you find a good salsa. You stick with it. I agree. I, I, we don't have any like great salsa. You know, it's, it, we're Minnesota. I mean, unless you're like getting like fucking trout. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Well, juicy Lucy's. Little... We, we do lots of burger juicy shit Lucy's. here. Uh, juicy Lucy's are delicious. And actually, uh, a little fun fact about me is I used to go up to Duluth every summer to go visit my uncle because he lived oh. up there. So I'm very familiar with the area. Nice. But how much nothing did you do? Um, <laughs> my parents talked with my uncle and I played with his clotheslines outside. Good. So, yeah. I was like, yeah. did you go to the Miller Hill Mall? <laughs> no, no, no. Just I played with clotheslines. That's basically what I did. Nice. I transformed I mean, into my dad's soul. I feel like, like this explains a lot, Rob. Like, yeah, how many like, times did you cut your circulation off? Duluth uh, isn't like that, <laughs> like that bad or anything. I mean, it's it is named. I I think it's still the number one like place to live in America if you like the outdoors. Yeah, I, which I don't at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, and Lock so me in my room. you're like fresh air. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, don't so don't get me wrong. Every fucking year I do this. Last year especially was bad. I was like, all right, you know. Duluth is like winter is the fucking worst here. It is far worse than basically everywhere else ever. Um, yeah. you know, like our winter lasts like eight months. So when the sun finally comes up, that's it. Well, I'm gonna start getting up when the sun comes up because I, I want to enjoy all of the sun because I don't get it for like yeah. over half a year. And I always say, I like so last year. I'm like, I'm gonna get up early. I'm gonna get up at like six in the morning, five in the morning. Is that when the sun gets up? I'm getting up too because I just want to be around the sun. Um, yeah. I didn't. I mostly slept till nine <laughs> <laughs> or later. I don't know. Um, I did not do any of the things that I promised myself I was going to do. There's always and next that, year. Yeah. So this year, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get up at five in the morning. I'm gonna get up with the sun. We're going to have coffee together and, oh. you know. What happens when the sun sets? So, you know. Uh, I was waiting. I was like, who's going to make the joke? 
Uh, I popped into their Discord earlier, and uh, yeah, he was like, yeah. "Anybody got any questions?" And somebody's like, "When does the sunset?" Yeah, I was like, "I was like, it's different everywhere." Yeah, I liked, I liked that. I liked your uh, response. I didn't like <laughs> the question. I didn't think it was funny. I was like, "Come on, grow up." Oh yeah, Stupid. we always get that. That's like yeah. state champs, you know. I was state champs of what? We'll make a T-shirt yeah. out of it one day. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. Uh, I had a band. Uh, my band was called uh, Cities Never Sleep, and we used to get I'm part shit. of them. Yeah, I'm part of that band. Yeah, yeah, hey. yeah. Let's go. Hey, hi, hi. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, but uh, I there was this one time that someone used our name, probably the best. Um, so my guitar player, we were uh, having a long night of drinking. And uh, my guitar player and drummer decided to go for a walk. And he uh, he sees this car and he just says, he's like, I'm going to fucking Duke's the Hazards, bitch. And he goes and just like fucking slides over the hood of this random car. And all of a sudden, woo, like the cop was right there. Just watched him do the whole thing. I And so he gets arrested because he is very intoxicated, brought to brought to jail. And uh, so the next day, we're on tour. Um, I think this was this was in Nebraska, <laughs> and so uh, he he ended up. I didn't. I wasn't there for any of this. I was the responsible one. I was back at the house. So we we're staying out of sleep, and uh, I woke up the next morning. He got. He was back at the house. He had got let out, <laughs> and uh, was back at the house. But we had to stop at like, um, like the attorneys office to like for something so we sat there in the morning and you know he's sitting there talking to him and he's like hey so i'm so sorry you know we're just on tour he's like he's like yeah well what's your band name and we're like cities never sleep he's like yeah cities never sleep well this is omaha nebraska and you woke it the fuck up so (laughs) get out (laughs) oh god there you go like this this city sleeps See you later. That's so funny. So that's perfect. That's like a legendary first. It was it was uh it was a good time. Uh (laughs) there was definitely some weird I one of our friends ran out into the middle of the road like with just a belt on, just flapping his wiener. See, when you told me the cop like was gonna arrest him, I was like, Oh, usually they don't arrest him, they just make you run through the cornfield naked backwards. But (laughs) nope, nope. He was he was arrested. He told me he was terrified that uh like that I that I was gonna be pissed. Like that's what he was scared of. He wasn't scared of going to jail. He wasn't he was scared that I was gonna be pissed. And he had like he had got back to the house we're at in the morning and he like he's like i couldn't even go to sleep and like i walked into the living room and he told me what happened i was like fucking dumbass and i just walked away (laughs) i didn't care i was like you fucking moron you know and he was like and he was like that's it i've been terrified all night that's it Oh. Like, what do you want from? Like, what do you want from me? Like, you want me to be mad? I don't care. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. back. Yeah, you're back, man. We're leaving. We'll go to the next show. It's not a big deal. Whatever. Yeah, you didn't okay. take out. You didn't take out the band fund for bail. You know. 
yeah, we're you got let out. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Yeah. We're good. My old band had a policy: if you're in jail, the band fund is not for bail. We will leave you behind. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got backing tracks. <laughs> yeah, we got back track. They don't get yeah. too drunk. Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Hey. All right. Moving on. The last segment. This is a rapid fire question segment. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. Just gonna speak from the heart. You're gonna shoot from the hip. This is uh, you know, where you guys test your friendship. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> nice knowing y'all. Sorry, All right. Mountain God. Dew or Mellow Yellow? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Nice, nice. Do the Dew, Hor- baby. Horror or comedy movies? Horror. Comedy. Comedy. Okay, nice. Matt, I'm with you there. Uh, this wasn't an either or question, just a general question that I, I just had. Do any of you actually still listen to the radio? No. I I do every morning on the way to work. Do you? What do you listen mm-hmm. to? Uh, so there's a local alternative station called Q101. Shout out to Brian and Justin in the mornings. Uh, dudes just have some funny stuff. They have like a, every Wednesday is like a who's Karen is it? And they'll literally play like videos nice. of people being like douchebags and be like, where are they from in Chicagoland? It's fun shit. But yeah, you know, they also play some, uh, you know, they, they still play like follow boy on the radio. They still okay. play some like AGR. They, they, it just has like a little mix of alternative stuff. So it's carrying out what's, what's kind of hitting it currently. That's why I like doing it. Keep up. If I am going to listen, if I listen to the radio, which is very, very infrequent, it's if I'm up early enough in the morning, um, there's a there's a show called the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. Oh, hell yeah. OK. And um, it's like goofy talk radio type, you know, just like they're just they play fucking games. They're weird. It, they're, I don't know. It's a good show. I, I enjoy it. But the, otherwise, uh, unless my Bluetooth isn't working, yeah. then no. Uh, Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? Cartoon Network. I gotta say, Cartoon Network too. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go with that too. It's 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 close. It's close. You would have said like Adult Swim. Well, Adult Swim is Cartoon Network. Oh well, it yeah, is. I guess. Okay, yeah, it's late right. night. That's dumb. why it's Adult Swim. I'm just bro. dumb. I'm just dumb. <laughs> Whatever. It's okay, Zach. Zach. I wasn't allowed to watch that. I know. I was too young. I feel like early Nickelodeon and even still a lot of Nickelodeon is just almost as as fucking bad and weird as a lot of Cartoon Network. Dude, oh, yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember All Real Monsters? Yeah, that was Ren and Stimpy. Jam- oh yeah, back Honestly, in the day. Rewatching the like normal kid stuff, like rewatching the first couple SpongeBob seasons, that shit is way That's more nuts. messed up than realized. Yeah, it's nuts, man. It's just like show. Ren and Stimpy. Like this, yeah. yeah. The, is fucking weird but i love it so much yeah. um well this one will be pretty easy i would assume uh thin crust or regular crust pizza regular regular crust deep dish <laughs> uh, but, no, honestly i do like thin crust like the tavern style Chicago I do too. pizza yeah fantastic yeah if you if you get a good crust and sauce you're good don't get me wrong like when it comes to pizza, 
I'm going to fucking eat it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're like, I, well, I don't care really what the crust is, as long as you don't put some like sardines on it or, or mushrooms. Yeah, I, I'm not a mushrooms guy, but yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat it. I don't care if it's thin, regular, deep. I'm I'm gonna eat that pizza. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now this, I would say this question is probably uh, my favorite, and I I feel like it's the most important question um, to to know who you are as a person. Lindsay Lohan or Tara Reid? Oh God, um, Lindsay Lohan. I don't. Yeah, okay. Lindsay Lohan. For sure. Low with the flow. I'm a baby. diva. I'm a diva. <sighs> you know what? It's so hard. It really is because Tara Reid was kind of like that girl back. Dude, she was awesome. Day. And she, she was. you know, she, dude, she's still, she's still making some cool like Sharknado. Man, come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're on what episode thirty two now? Of Sharknado. Uh, the, like I think they made like six or yeah, seven. It's it's up there. It's up there. So good. But, it's um, so great. They're so great. Well, the part of the reason that it, like I would probably say Lindsay is probably gonna be my answer, yeah. but you can't go wrong with the Tara Reid and uh, my boss's daughter. I think was the name of the movie with Ashton Kutcher yeah. and her. And yeah. She goes, if you if you have to go take a shit, go for it. I was like, all right, that's cool. Like I mean, I think them. Freaky Friday did it for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but with Tara Reid, you also got Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. Uh, which is. Uh, a, basically a perfect movie uh, yeah. the american pie franchise yeah I mean, so much yeah yeah you had so I, many stars in american pie though that it was like it's well, hard it's to also, like pin that on well they, they weren't stars though american pie made them into stars yeah, right. yeah so what is the thing i think you gotta remember like we're, we're talking almost like the turn of two different generations right because i'm yeah. just old enough that it was the end of one era and the beginning of the next era for these yeah and i wasn't movies. even Zach grew uh, up in like, yeah. the height of Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, I mean, I feel like yeah. Lindsay Lohan and Tara Reid were very similar times. They're it's like one right before the other because like the American Pie stuff was a little bit before like the height of the Lindsay Lohan. I'm, I'm gonna yeah, look this I mean, up. I'm yeah, because you're up. talking Lindsay Lohan stuffs like you're talking like maybe oh eight. Oh, nine. Yeah, I think Tara Reid was like late nineties, and Lindsay Lohan was. Well, yeah, I mean, American Pie started coming out late nineties, ninety. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think it's the first American Pie came out. I think in ninety nine, something like that. Yeah, but I want to say the first like Lindsay Lohan like movie that like where people were like, oh, she's hot. Mean Girls. Yeah, which which is like what oh six. Is Is that what it is? Oh four. Yeah. But still, it's yeah, so I mean, they overlapped well, she was a little. In the Parent Trap, but nobody really talked about her in that way until. I was about to say because she was like fourteen in the Parent Trap, we shouldn't be talking about her that way. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, that was ninety eight. Yeah, yeah and then, I was uh, four. So then yeah. Freaky Friday came out in two thousand three. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was two thousand two, two thousand four. So we're talking like five, six years apart. I mean, it's not a big difference. Yeah, but, but it's a big day, enough difference. You're right. It makes a difference. Yeah. I was, but... I was five. Versus being uh, 10. I mean, there was a big difference between when I was 5 and 10 when I was watching on TV. Oh, I thought you said dead. I was like, yeah, I, that's what I, was like what? <laughs> I was like, 5 and dead are pretty far away from each other. I was because like, you're not how- dead before you're born. You're still living. Oh, dude, I forgot about Herbie fully loaded. You, you're just sending me down my childhood. Oh, here. dude, Herbie. <laughs> that was a good movie. Yeah. Did you? So, you know, um, her biggest, her first big movie, Tara Reid, was actually uh, The Big Lebowski. Oh my God, I forgot she was in that. Mm-hmm. 
1998. Oh yeah, that's a great movie. Yeah, the dude, the dude abides. The dude abides. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there was anything, if she was in anything, like around the 2004 like era. Yeah, it was my boss's daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's but and oh Van Wilder two thousand two oh yeah oh. that's Ryan Reynolds when he first really gets I like, think that yeah, was his first like, yeah. movie was he really might have been I think so yeah I I mean obviously could be wrong I'm not gonna IMDb everybody but which that 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 is a dream of mine by the way I would love to have Ryan Reynolds like just give us like a spoken word track to open a song I would be like dude you can take whatever you want oh my god first it's born. that cool. Yeah, I'd be like, bro, let's go. Like, j- just be yourself. I feel like yeah, I'd give my like... left nut for Ryan Reynolds to oh, yeah. do that. Just in general. Dude, I'd yeah. just give my left nut for I w- Ryan Yeah, Reynolds. seriously. So, Ryan, if you're hearing this and you want my left yeah. nut. Like, dude, I feel like he'd be the coolest person ever to go have a drink with. Like, down to earth, just bullshit. As long as it's laugh. his gin. You yeah. know what? I'll drink aviation gin all day long. <laughs> there you go. Shout out. There you go. Promos for you. <laughs> Sponsor yep. this. Sponsor this episode, money. Ryan. There you go. Please. Okay. Two more questions. Yep. Newfound Glory or MXPX? Newfound. Newfound. Yeah. I kind of I looked at you guys and I was like, Newfound. Yeah, I think Newfound MXPX Glory. is just a little too punky for I love them. I do I, yeah, I, I listen to them and I love yeah, them. I music. fucking love them. Yeah. I liked them better. <laughs> I liked them better before they changed their name, personally. But, you, you like know? magnified plaid better? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, no, but uh, over overall, uh, Newfound Glory has been my favorite band uh, for a long time. They were like right. the first, like Ian was the man that made me really want to play bass. It was like some of the first things I learned yeah. was Newfound Glory stuff. Um, and I've been lucky enough to play with them. Super nice guys, super down to earth. Um and they're just great musicians, and Chad is super just a great. I love the whole band, Cyrus, right. Jordan, all of them. They're great. Like, I am I actually have a Newfound Glory tattoo planned out. I haven't gotten one yet, but nice. that's the next like step. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. they're they're uh, one of my all time favorite bands as well. So. Yeah, yeah. So I know this was supposed to be rapid fire. I'm sorry, we are going too long and too nothing detailed. we've done here is rapid fire, boys. I noticed. Uh, <laughs> we answer quickly but then we it's go rob's age yeah. oh rude all right last question this one is an either or one of you can take it or all three of you can do it if you would like can you sing uh me the o'reilly auto parts jingle o'reilly. oh 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 o'reilly, o'reilly. auto parts Ow! there you go I didn't you did it high enough, but you know. No, yeah. it was perfect. It was perfect. But you guys, I should have turned my auto tune on. <laughs> <laughs> it, I thought it already was on. That's how good Damn, it was, bro. This guy. That's how good it was. But you That's did good. it. You finished the podcast. Now's your chance. Let everybody know what you got going on, where they can find you, and what is next for when the sun sets. You can find us everywhere: Instagram, TikTok, um, YouTube, all that. When the sun sets, il. Um, we've got a brand new EP dropping, um, 310. It's called You and Me for Never. Um, Go listen to my favorite track on there, which is Home Run. 
just as yeah, an so, FYI. Yep, pre-save will be uh, pre-save will be real real soon here. Um, so yeah, I mean, just be on the lookout for that. We're going to be releasing single on single on single after that, and it's we're going to try to not stop it. So, Zach, Robert, Matt, thank you for hanging out with me. It's been a, a blasty. Uh, thank you so much for having us. We appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you, seriously. Yeah, and if yeah. you haven't yet, go listen to all the stuff that Unsung Pop Punk's doing. It's fantastic. Yeah, we we do things. I'm about to tell you some things in our news. It's coming up right now. Thank you so much for making it this far and hanging out through this entire show. Uh, I'm really excited about starting this news segment because it's been a really long time and I don't know why we weren't doing this sooner. But as always, the start of the news, we still want to hear about, we want to hear from you. What was your favorite part of tonight's show, uh, this morning's show, from, or whenever you're listening to it? <laughs> what are your thoughts on this week's topics? Do you have any stories of your own to share with this week's guests? We want to hear about them. Uh, we want to we want to talk to you. We want to know your thoughts on the show. We want to get feedback. What what, what do you think of me? Do you like my voice? I mean, if you've made it this far into the <laughs> into the episode, you can't hate it. I guess. <laughs> um, but yes, but we want to hear from you. So hit us up. Join our Discord. Discord.gg. Capital K-Y-R-Q. C-3-T-R. Lowercase A-F. Join our Discord. I mean, we, if you follow us on Instagram, constantly are throwing up links to it. Join our Discord. You know, that's a great place to to chat with us, to chat with our entire unsigned pop punk community um we also have our new series that will be uh airing in march for the first time called the showcase the showcase is an hour-long interview show for up-and-coming bands that have newly formed or that are you know still working on growing maybe haven't hit the stride that they're looking for yet each episode will have six bands per episode getting a 10 minute interview to promote themselves this is a show every band um can submit to you can submit to be on this this show as well um we just have uh, some requirements for this one every band however can submit to be on the showcase so if that's something you'd like to be a part of please head over to www.unsignedpoppunk.com and it's under the podcast tab. Both submissions are under the podcast tab. Uh, We are starting work on this year's punk rock flea market up in Duluth, Minnesota, and we're super excited for that. Um, We're not too far in the process yet, so more will be announced with that in the coming weeks and months, so keep an eye out. We're also planning out the rest of this year's festivals. So it's it's fest seasons coming up here. We're hoping to be at um, a, a few of them. So hopefully be getting to the our third year in a row at Four Chord Music Festival. We're going to hope to try and be at Riot Fest, Furnace Fest, So What Fest. Um, we're even looking at um, Camp Punksylvania this year. Um, so yeah. If there's any festivals that you would like to see Unsigned Pop Punk be at, let us know. Um, like I said, join our Discord. Let's let's chat about stuff. Hit us up on Instagram or TikTok. Anywhere that you 
see unsigned pop punk we're everywhere it's unsigned pop punk game everywhere ah yes i was trying to figure out what i was going to say next but in twitch news we've got new music friday on tuesday which is our our newest show on twitch new music friday on tuesday which airs every tuesday at 3 p.m central standard time uh this show we go over it's also starring hosted by the super gibby himself and he uh is gonna go over all of this week's releases so um it, the the new music friday playlist goes up on friday and then we will be listening to those songs that tuesday um we also have the super awesome music video show live every thursday at 7 p.m central standard time so if you miss the days when uh mtv vh1 much music fuse all actually played music videos well Join us and host Super Gibby on Twitch every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Watch some freaking cool-ass music videos um, by some of the best up-and-coming bands in the scene today. That Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash unsignedpoppunk. Once again, twitch.tv slash unsignedpoppunk. Y'all! And that's the way the news goes. Thank you so much again to When the Sun Sets for hanging out with us. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow, and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsignedpoppunk. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.